You're listening to episode 316 of the podcast. Today, we're continuing our discussion into human design and how you can use it to amplify your awesome with our second of three guests, Britia Kubechka. If you have questions about human design or want to connect with Britia directly, come on over to today's show notes at youngpratt.com slash 316. Have you ever felt like there was something missing in your business, something holding you back from the success you're seeking? If so, you are not alone. For nearly 20 years, that's exactly how I felt as a business owner. It wasn't until I discovered human design that it all became clear. And it turns out that I was the missing piece in my own business. Join me on this journey of discovering the real me and hear stories from other business owners building businesses around all of their awesomeness. I'm Young Pratt, and it's time, my friend, to amplify your awesome. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait for you to dive into today's podcast. I'm interviewing someone who's been on the show before. However, she's pivoted a lot in her business, and we're going to dive really deep into human design. Well, as, as deep as we can in less than an hour's time, right? There's a lot of layers, a lot of things to really dive into, but we have a, such a good conversation about human design, what it is, how to use it to build better relationships, how to connect with people better, and most importantly, how not every type of human design is meant to show up in the way that is portrayed online. And this is really huge. This is the part for me that when I learned about my human design, and I'm a projector, so you can learn more about that through this episode, when I learned I was a projector and I was not meant to do all the things and be um, doing everything and hustling and, and really adhering to what is expected when you're having a business online, doing all the things, showing up, having all the energy, waking up early, going to bed late. When I discovered that it was not how I was designed and it was okay to not be designed like that and I could still show up and be my authentic self, it was literally like the lights went on all of a sudden. Business became much more enjoyable and life became much more enjoyable and being able to just be me and relax and not have to hustle every day has literally changed everything in my business. If I were just to compare my business in the few months that I've known about human design from February until now, I'm recording this episode in October, not very many months have passed. However, I've grown an immense amount in this time, and this episode with our guest, Britia Kubechka, is really going to blow you away because we dive into so many facets of human design and really set the stage for how important understanding about ourselves, knowing more about ourselves, allows us to show up differently and as the best version of ourselves in life and in business. I cannot wait for you to dive in. Hey, 
Hey everyone, welcome back to the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. I am so excited you're tuning in today because we're talking about a topic that has come into my life pretty recently, but has really dramatically shifted how I run my business, how I show up every day. And today's guest is someone who's been on a parallel journey. She's been on the podcast before and we talked about something very different. So today I'm excited to introduce you to Bratia Kubechka. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Bratia. Now we've known each other for a couple of years now at least. And in that time, I've seen her do some really pretty big pivots that this most recent pivot, and she'll explain why she's doing it and, and, and how she's gonna be showing up from now on. It really just, speaks volumes about the ways in which we as online entrepreneurs, especially women, are expected to show up online and why, if we're doing that, sometimes it doesn't resonate. So let me tell you a little bit about Britia. So Britia is a wife, a mom, a free-spirited cowgirl, a wild-hearted life coach, human design expert, and an ultrasound technologist. She was born and raised in Southern California and moved to Texas in 2005 to pursue her higher education and to nurture her country roots, which is something I can absolutely grab a hold of because I just love that about Britia and this, this wild spiritedness. So Britia, I'm so glad you're bringing your wild spirit and all things human design and online business to this conversation today. I'm so glad to be here too. I, I, as you said in there that we've known each other for a long time and it just feels so right that we reconnected on this path and in this way. And I'm so excited to talk to you today. Absolutely. It's so funny because it was just probably a couple of months ago. I think I saw one of your posts on Facebook and I thought, oh, what? Yeah. Ratia knows about human design as well, because I've talked a little bit about it here on the podcast and my journey to discovering the real me and how human design has really played an integral part in helping me to understand the best ways for me to show up as a person and the best ways for me to show up as a business owner. So I want to go back a little bit and talk about how you discovered human design and how it's really impacted your life till now. Yeah. So I, I tell people that I discovered it by accident and I really did. And it was one of those things that people talk about. It's like, it found me, you know, I wasn't looking and it found me. And that's, that's really in, in all honesty, how it happened. <laughs> Excuse me. I saw a post from somebody and, and it just had alignment. And that was what I was seeking. I just felt out of alignment. I knew that the path that I, I was on just had no, I couldn't see into the future on that path. And I was like, something needs to shift. I need something. I'm looking for something. What is it? What is it? And then human design, just like I said, it just showed up. I had no clue what it was. Um, but once I started to like learn about it and, and figure out, you know, my profile and my type, and it was like a ton of bricks just slapped me across the face. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I've been waiting for and looking for. And it was like that weight just lifted off my shoulder. And I was like, this is it. I have to share this with everybody. Everybody needs to know this and feel this. Um, because what I experienced was like nothing that I've experienced in the five years that I've been in this self-development world, in the world of coaching, um, in the world of online business and entrepreneurship. It's just so different. And it gave me something that 
um, I could really hold on to. And it was, it was that, I don't even want to say permission, but it was like, I felt more seen, heard and understood than I have in probably my entire life. It was, it was literally everything I've known and, and know about myself. It was like seeing it written out in this book about me. And it was so cool. So that's where I am now. You know, and, and I can totally relate to so many of those points because I think in a lot of ways, human design also found me. One of my podcasting students had said, hey, I just interviewed this interesting person on my podcast and she's an expert in human design. And I had never heard of human design. I think this was in February of this year of 2020. And I kind of jumped in and like you said, it feels all of a sudden, I always talk about, I relate it to, you know, putting on your comfiest pair of jammies and just feeling so, so aligned and so right with everything that, that is all about us, right? So yeah. I no longer felt like I had to try to be like everybody else because I could finally embrace everything that was true about me, about the way yeah. I was on the inside that I was really scared to, re- to show up with, especially online and bear that part of my soul because you know, when I started business more than two decades ago, it was all about, you know, I want to build this business. I want to feel corporate. I want to be hidden away. I want to be, I want to run it like a big business, even though I was a small business. So I really removed myself from the business. Mm-hmm. So human design, when it came along, it was like, oh, it was like this smack upside the head or the, the, the bricks falling on yeah. you because all of a sudden you think, oh, wait, how, how is that possible that someone else knows this about me? How do yeah. I, and, and especially things that I've always known about myself, but just wasn't really quite sure what to do with. That's right. how human design was for me as well. So I love that. So for everyone listening, if they haven't heard my story of human design or know what human design is, can you explain to us what it really is? Yes. So it's, it's more like a tool, if you will. Um, it's, it's a tool or a system. Um, and it's like, there's this spiritual piece of technology, right? That allows you to kind of take a peek or like look into or look at your soul contract kind of in order to confirm the person that you are. Like it's already written in stone. It's already there. It's been there since the day you were born. Um, But it kind of helps explain, if you will, like why you're here on this planet and what lessons you're here to learn and what gifts you're here to share, like what gifts you hold within that, that you're put here, like, that's what you were designed to do. Um, and it kind of combines these ancient teachings from astrology, and it has a Kabbalah's tree of life in it, and it mixes a little bit of chakra systems and the I Ching. But my favorite part as, as a, a science girl, if you will, um, it, it mixes modern science of biochemistry, genetics, and theoretical quantum physics it mixes that with this spiritual world. So um, I've kind of explained it to other people who are more of like spirituality in the sense of God and church and that sort of thing that it has that too, because if God created the universe and, and the world and he created you and me, then he knows exactly how he designed us. And this puts it in a way that we can like grasp and see it. You know, it's like that, that blueprint of our life, of that blueprint of our soul and who we were designed to be. It's like he just handed it to us on a piece of paper where he's like, look, I told you, I put this in your heart and I told you this is why I put it there so you can see it all written out. And, 
And really that's kind of the gist of it. It's, it's just that tool or that, that system, if you will, that helps you kind of peel off the layers of who you really are. And as a fellow science lover, science nerd, I found these things really fascinating because it did take these scientific principles and merge them with kind of the woo side. So whatever Mm -hmm. side of the fence you're on, maybe you're in the middle someplace, there's something that's going to appeal to everyone. And it really is like opening up a page in your diary thinking, oh my gosh, yes, I react like this in this situation. Yeah. And if you look back and they always say hindsight is twenty twenty, right? You can look back and through the lens of human design, it's been fascinating to go back and say, oh, well, I know why that didn't work or I know why that was really successful because it all aligned with my design. So can we talk about the different types of people in the human design world? Because there's a lot of different layers and we can peel them back a little bit, but let's talk about the overall general different types of ways that we can show up in this lifetime. Yeah. So as you, as we've kind of talked about a little bit already, there's, there's different layers. So you can kind of start to, to peel back each layer at a time. And I think the first layer would, would start with really what your type is. So there are five types. There's a manifester, um, there's a generator, there's a manifesting generator, a projector, and a reflector. So each type is kind of the big picture of, of kind of how you operate. Um, and when you go deeper into that, it, it ta- it's more about centers and where you get your energy from. Um, so each one is different in kind of what lights their soul on fire and, and how they get their energy and that life force energy. Yeah, it's so fascinating. And when I first discovered my human design and found out that I was a projector and Bratia is also a projector. So when we found each other and we were both this type, all of a sudden, a lot of things made sense. And earlier at the beginning of this episode, I had said sometimes, you know, when we look through the lens of human design, a lot of what we see online are people who are showing up and they're going, 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 hustling, hustling, hustling. However, that doesn't fit with every type and projectors definitely do not fit in that type. So Ritia, I would, I would love for you to share the story because I think it'll illustrate the point of what I, what we're talking about as far as the hustle, because, you know, when it comes to online business, we think we have to, I think we talked about waking up at five in the morning, going to do these things, working the entire day, you know, going to bed late, burning the candle on both ends and repeating the process. And for you and I, as projectors, when we do that, we get exhausted, we get burnt out. And again, looking back over my life, I can see the trend because I was trying to show up with way more energy or react to the energy around me because there was a lot of energy. My husband is a generator. I am pretty sure my mom is a manifesting generator. I've not run her chart, but just in the ways that I've learned about human design and how the different types show up and the energy energy they bring, I want to hear the story about you growing up in a household of generators, really, and and how that affected the way you perceived yourself before human design and how you perceive yourself now after knowing your human design. Yeah. So for the longest time, I mean, I've hired many coaches and, and this has come up with every coach that I've hired. I'm like, I just can't get myself up and moving in the morning. Like, is it that I don't care about my business? Is it that like, I don't have the drive to make this work. Like I for so long thought that it was something wrong with me. 
And why can't I do business the way that all these people are doing it and the way that they're saying to do it and just get up early and just hustle. And, you know, um, as somebody, I, I still work at a full-time job. So as somebody who quote unquote side hustles and has a full-time job, I struggled so much with this idea of just hustle, you know, just hustle it out, just, you know, work it all. You can do all the things all the time. And, and I tried to, <laughs> I did, I tried to. And I, as she said, my mom is a generator. My sister is a generator. I grew up in a house and, and still I have a Manny Jen son and a generator daughter. <laughs> my husband's a manifester, but like, there's just so much energy around me all the time. So I kind of use it. I, I can see now too, that I've kind of used it as a coping mechanism just to stay busy and you kind of forget all the other stuff that's going on. Um, so a lot of people, we have to talk about conditioning influence as well when we talk about human design, because the way that you were raised or the way that you're told to tone something down, or, you know, maybe you're, you're just a big out there kind of person and you've been told your whole life not to be so big, not to be so loud. Um, or maybe you're like us and we're more of the quiet, like we need time to ourselves. Um, you know, we need to, to regenerate because we don't have that life force constantly within us. So I grew up feeling like I had to, to always be doing something in order to be successful or in order to win or in order to, you know, all of these in order to is that you had to be a specific thing and you had to constantly be working and going. And when I finally saw this in writing, I was like, hallelujah, like, it was, it was just like the heavens opened up for me. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. Like you just gave me that permission to, to sleep and to rest. And like, mm -hmm. this is why I can't constantly push. I can't constantly go because I'm not built like them. Um, my sister, for instance, I mean, she has an amazing Instagram. She does all the things, side hustles and has a job. Um, she's redoing her whole house. She's a generator. She had a week off of work last week. And I told her, I'm like, you're going to get so much energy from doing what you do in her house. So she spent an entire week redoing her house. She is so creative and that's where she gets more energy. That's how generators and Manny Jens work is that when they do the things that they love, they get more energy and they can keep going and keep going and keep going. Um, and, and she was like, you're so right. Like, I just feel so energized and lit up and I have all this time to do what I love to do. Um, and, and that just keeps them going. Whereas projectors, we, we don't have that energy. Once we run out, we run out for the day. Um, and, and the same can, can go for Manny Jens and generators. They can also run out of energy, but they just are able to tap into that, that sacral generator force a little bit more. So many parallels here as far as growing up and feeling like we always had to go, 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 go. And to rest was being lazy. And if you're not in constant motion, then there's something wrong. And if you're not struggling and hustling, then that can't be wrong. Cause of course, business and life can't be easy. It has to be challenging and hard. And, mm -hmm. and so when human design came along too, and you had that hallelujah moment, I had the same thing like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was all of a sudden in writing saying, okay, you are a projector your energy shows up differently. You have a maximum yeah. amount of energy per day and you have to be really efficient with it. And so it's so interesting mm -hmm. as, as I dig into what I love to do and what I love helping 
entrepreneurs do in their businesses and repurpose their content. This was something I had to do for myself because I needed to get the most done, but to preserve energy in the process. So being able to tap into systems and making sure I have really good workflows and I really have a designated time when I know I can be busy and when it feels the best to be busy because sometimes during the day, like mornings, I would not call myself a morning person by any means. I mean, I get up relatively early now and I've started making a new habit of going for a walk pretty much first thing in the morning and doing that will give me energy, but then I'll come home and have a cup of coffee and do something creative. So literally it's not till like 10 or 11 that I feel like I'm ready to dive in and, and do something productive because by then I've recharged, I've, I've charged mm-hmm. my batteries enough to go do my important work and I'll do it for a couple hours and then I'm out because I know when I reach a certain point in the day, I just know, I mean, I could keep plugging away and I used to, but you just, I used to always just be busy, just to be busy. It was not being productive. Now I know like, okay, I can be productive for two, maybe three hours a day, three or four days a week, not more than that. If it's more than that, Mm -hmm. I can feel it. I start to get feeling like I'm sick. I get a sore throat. Like something happens in my body to remind me like you need to slow down. And so human design has been such an amazing tool in so many respects. So if people are out there listening and they're thinking, wait, I want to know more about human design. Um, Can you point them in the direction of a resource, maybe at your website, where you can show them how they can tap into this this book or this this scroll or however you want to visualize human design, this map for you, this blueprint? Where's the best place to do that? Yeah, so everyone can take it for free. Um, To find out your body graph, it's all free. You can go to uh, mybodygraph.com. And it'll give you a body graph and, and tell you your type and your strategy and, and all those things that will have it laid out for you, which might look like a lot the first time you're looking at it. So that's where I come in to kind of help explain the things and, and dive deeper into the meanings behind it all and, and how you can use it, like how to turn it into your strategy or how to turn that into your power moving forward with it. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. I'm just Britia K. It's B-R-I-T-T-I-A, just like it sounds. Uh, Britia K on Instagram or Facebook. And then website is coming soon. It should be BritiaK.com. Uh, depending on when this, this launches airs that it, it might be up for you, but um, lots of resources. I'll be going live or more stories on Instagram to kind of help you d- dive into that. But I'm also available for readings, mappings, all of those things. So just reach out to me. Yeah, and you definitely want to reach out to Pratia because we were talking about human design and I think I was confused on something and she did a reading for me and I thought, oh my gosh, it's one of those moments where you listen to something, you hear something and you get goosebumps and you know that yeah. it's speaking to you. I had that moment, she she voxered me and, and told me all these things and I thought, oh my gosh. And the funny thing yeah. is when, when you did my reading, Pratia, um, the idea of dance and movement and music came up so frequently because that's what I did mm-hmm. in my former life, right? I was a professional dancer, then I, I ran a performing arts school. So even to this day, though, this idea of movement and music is still so important. And I, I'm, I'm trying to yeah. figure out now how to bring that back into my business at, at this level, because I feel like I need to share that again. I I put that into dormancy for a while, but it's really time to share that part of myself with, you know, everyone who I want to connect with. And I know that you, you just created this brand new Instagram page and such a resource for people to talk about human design and really just show up in a space for them where 
they, they literally are given permission. And I know permission has a weird connotation in our culture, right? Yeah. We're not asking for permission, but all of a sudden when you read something about yourself and you have this deeper understanding and, and there's an aha moment, it's like, oh, I can really be free to be me. I can show up in the way that makes sense for me. I can tap into my energy the way that I'm, I'm meant to. I can show up and do the things I'm meant to. And it's been such a fascinating journey with me to, I pulled all the charts, of course, on my husband and my girls and mm-hmm. just to see it unfold now that I have a better right. understanding. And I, I'm no expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm just curious about this because it has yeah. been such an eye-opening experience to learn this. So now that you know this, Pratia, and you are raising these beautiful kids and your hubby, how has knowing your human design and theirs changed the way that you relate to each other? Yeah, I want to touch on one thing first. And, and instead of permission, I actually wrote a post the other day, and it was confirmation. Mm, the word yes. confirmation came up. And, yes. and that's really what it is more than asking for permission or getting permission to do things. We're all grown adults here, right? Like we can make our own decisions and we make our own choices. And, and we know most of the time what's good for us and what's not, but it's confirmation. It's saying like, like me and you both said, it was like, we, we know ourselves, but it was that confirmation of like seeing it and writing or like hearing it from somebody else. That's like, Oh, thank you. You're like, yes, that is me. And then you get to grab a hold of it and then you get to own that power and then you get to move with it. So it's more of confirmation, I would say, than permission. But, and you brought it into it, you led into it. But I was going to say, too, it's more than just about business and it's more than just about like you owning your power and, and having that kind of confidence. But it does, it rolls over into relationships, into motherhood or, you know, your, your family. Um, my husband is very non-woo. Okay. He is a, a Texas man, true Southern man <laughs> does not buy into any of the woo woo mystical stuff. And, and I actually had a conversation with him about human design the other day. Um, and, and was, he, he was kind of like still a little iffy and I, and I would got to explaining a little more about, um, we could talk more about centers and stuff, but he has a defined throat and this man could talk to a rock. I mean, he can talk to anybody for any amount of time. And I am not a talker unless I get around somebody with that defined throat. I'm usually very quiet, very closed off. I I think more than I speak. Um, And so I was explaining to him just that little bit. And he was like, Oh, okay. But what about this? And what about this? And I was able to kind of explain about the conditioning and, and imagine if you were told all your life that, that you need to speak more, or maybe you don't need to speak as much, but that's how you were designed. You know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's who you are. And it lets you kind of lean into that more. Um, so getting him a little more on board and just kind of, you know, dropping little things here and there about this is why you, cause you're a manifester and you need to rest and recharge. Um, but for my kids as well, like it's really given me so much more understanding of them. Um, my son is the emotional Manny Jen. And from day one, we have said, oh my gosh, he is so emotional. He is so emotional. And this is why, I mean, he is an emotional being it's in his design. He's emotionally led, emotionally charged. Um, and so 
in order, in, instead of telling him like, don't cry, like tough up, you know, be a man, blah, blah, blah. Like instead of doing that, we can now embrace that in him and let him know that these emotional waves are going to happen for the rest of your life. And that gives him the power to move with it. Instead of saying like, this isn't how you're, don't act like that. You're not supposed to cry. You're supposed to be tough, blah, blah, blah. You know, that gives him the power to say, now I can, I can learn more about myself. I can, he's five, by the way. So we have a long (laughs) way to go with this, but you know, really giving him that power and embracing him for who he is and how he was made. Um, And my daughter, she's a generator, bless her heart. She just constantly on the go. And my, my projectorness is like, (laughs) but uh, she just cannot sit still for the life of her. And, and that's it. She does things that that she likes doing and it gives her more energy and she just keeps revving up and charging more. Um, But I understand that. I understand why she's, she is Mm -hmm. the way she is um, because I can see it all in her chart. Well, I think it's really fascinating too to talk about this energy because my husband is a generator, so I get it. Like he never stops. When we go on vacation, he just wants to go do more things. And, you know, I'm yeah. like, I, I really just need to like hang out at the beach or at the hotel. I just need to read. I need to take a nap. And he's like, I just think it's so weird. People want to go on vacation and take a nap. It's like, well, I would really love to do that. You know, I'm pretty accommodating and will kind of go as long as I can. But at some uh-huh. point I need to step back and say, okay, I, I got to stop. But when we think yeah. about this energy and this behavior, and we think about school systems, though, here's mm-hmm. the big disconnect, right? Because I think and I, I can definitely get on my, my soapbox here on this one, as far as right. kids getting labeled with ADD and ADHD. And I am not saying that that's not, you know, a diagnosis for some people, for some people, mm-hmm. absolutely. But I think a lot of times this energy gets missed labeled misdiagnosed because it's easier rather than understanding the what's behind it rather than looking Mm -hmm. at human design and human design I feel like you know I'm immersed in this world so I see a lot of things about it but for the for most people they've never heard of this right I I didn't even learn about it until February so that's really just a a very short time yeah to really dive into this when our kids are having issues in school knowing human design in your kids and then being able to speak up and and advocate for them in school and say you know what my kid is a generator in order for them to do these things here's what i know you know and when i wrote my first book all about howard gardner theory of multiple intelligences it goes in line with this so much because you know schools are not designed for every kid yeah which which i know some people listening are going to say but that's not true it is my belief that schools are only designed for certain kids because the way that their brains are wired, the way that their human design is, you know, some kids, less than 20% of kids who are in school are going to excel because Mm -hmm. schools are designed specifically for kids who are really good in math and who are really good in English. And if you fall outside those things, you get labeled quickly. um, And we're made to feel badly about not excelling in that situation, which I think is such a a travesty for kids because they, Mm -hmm. they don't know. I mean, they're just being who they're meant to be. And unless we are better as parents and understand these things, you know, the more we can understand about our kids and advocate and say, look, here's the situation. Here's how we need to address this. Can I help you understand this better? So I think, you know, as parents, when we know our human design and we know that of our kids, that can only serve to benefit them, to help them grow into the people we know that they can be. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with you. Um, you know, just, just that idea alone of like, 
kids don't learn the same way. And, and teachers, I mean, our kids are spending more time with their teachers than they spend with us most of the time, unless you're a homeschooling parent, you know, if you have that luxury, that that's amazing. But my son is with the teacher more than he's with me and they have such a big impact, you know, on, on their, as, as I mentioned earlier, that conditioning influence of like, this is who you're supposed to be. This is how we're supposed to learn, you know? Um, and, and unless we are at home doing that deep work with our children of like, you know, this is really who you are. Mm -hmm. This is what you can own. And this is what you can walk in your truth knowing, you know, uh, we have to give them that because the teachers have 15 of them in front of them, 20 of them, whatever it is, you know, that that's not the teacher's responsibility. Um, It's our responsibility to, to know our children and to nurture them in a way that fits who they are and, and allows them to discover that on their own and, and really own that part of them. Yeah, and I think that's really the gift of human design. And I have to apologize about my phone because, of course, I put it on Do Not Disturb and the phone rings, of course, as I kind of figured it would, right? So that was my husband. I will call him back, so don't worry about that. Um, but normally that doesn't won't happen. But yeah, I agree that it's the more we know as parents, the more informed we are, and especially mm-hmm. through this lens of human design about understanding the, the potential. Because I think that mm-hmm. human design really taps into what is the potential of every single human on the planet and yeah. understanding more about ourselves and knowing more about ourselves and knowing just, just understanding and, and then having the ability to see other people through that lens of yeah. knowing. I think if the world, if more people in the world would know these things or, or be willing to learn about them, mm-hmm. there could be a whole lot less animosity in this world, which I, I yeah. could definitely go for. Yeah. So so two more talk, two more things that, that I was thinking about when you're talking. One is that I, I've had a client that I read her, her daughters for her as well. And she said it actually changed the relationship with her youngest daughter. Like she just felt a deeper connection with her after knowing her chart because mm-hmm. um, there, she, she's an emotional uh, generator and once you know, once you know and understand your life lesson becomes knowing how you affect other people. My husband and my son are both, both emotional. I have an open uh, solar plexus or emotional center. So I have told him even before I knew human design, I feel your energy. When you come home in a bad mood, I'm in a bad mood. Like I take on so much energy as a projector. I'm very open. Um, and a projector. So I take on so much energy and, and that, that goes on to the person with that defined energy center, because it's up to you to balance and to know how you're affecting the people around you. So her knowing that she had this power, if you will, you know, that she, she was affecting literally the energy of her children and how she can kind of monitor that now or how she can lean in with them and, and teach them lessons of it, of this is what I'm going through and this is how I'm handling it. And it teaches them to do the same, same thing. So that was one point. And the second point uh, about just the world being a better place is that all of us, you know, we could go into all this woo stuff now, but the world is all made up of energy, tiny particles all around you. This is the quantum physics thing, right? energy is all around us. We connect to the people 
who fill us up in some way. You know, they always say like, um, people come and go to, into your life and out of your life for a reason, a season or something else. I don't know, but that's what it is. It's our energy connecting with other people and, and somebody else is going to come into your life and fill up a spot that you needed, just like you're going to be in somebody else's life, filling up a spot that they needed. And if we could all just see that we're all here to work together and to mm-hmm. fill each other up instead of take something away, that's not how it works. We're here to fill each other up. And, and if you could understand a little bit more of your design, you might see how you're affecting somebody else's design. Um, you know, it gives you so much to work with of like, you know, you may have a closed defined throat and, and I'm able to speak through you. I'm literally able to speak through you now or speak to you more easily because it flows out of me into you. You know, it's just that attraction. Um, and, and a lot of that manifestation stuff just comes with that attracting quality, like your vibe attracts your tribe. Well, they're really attracted to your energy. It's, it's what's mm-hmm. around you. It's what's within you. Yeah, this idea of energy is so fascinating and it does definitely goes on the side of woo, but there's definitely that scientific part of yeah, it that there. we can grab onto. So again, wherever you are on the side of woo or you know science, I mean, yeah. human design can really fill you up on either side or somewhere. Cause I probably am yeah. in between, you know, I have two science degrees. So, I mean, I definitely have that brain for wanting to know and be curious and want to, want to dig in and figure out, you know, why things work. And, you know, this idea of energy is so funny because it reminds me of a story which is totally unrelated, but I think it'll illustrate the point. So back in college as an undergraduate, I took um, organic chemistry, right? It was one of the hardest classes I've ever taken, but literally we had these little, these little um, kits where you could build these atoms and you could actually go in there. Okay. If these two things, if these, these elements bond together, what is it going to look like? Right. So it's sort of the same, the same thing, right? I I loved Mm -hmm. that class so much. And I saw something online. I'm not sure who did it, but it reminds me of this where it was an illustration of if everyone lived together in a town what would each of those five people, what would their jobs be? Because the, every, everything is equally important. Without one right. kind of person, this other work can't get done. So we really do mm-hmm. need to rely on each other, just like in organic chemistry, you know, to create bonds with different chemicals. Everything is important. Every, every part of yeah. that of chemical reaction is important. And in human yeah. design, every person, no matter what your design is, we're all meant to do certain kinds of work. But again, yeah. having the energy of other people in different aspects and areas of our lives is huge. I know for me personally, when I learned that networking and talking to people, I used to hate the word networking. Like, I don't want to go to a networking event. I mean, that sounds terrifying to me. I don't want to go do that as an introvert. Like, that was my worst nightmare. But now the ability to understand that that's how people get to know me. And that's how people come into my world. That's how people come to do work with me is through that relationship and that connecting. And so the weeks when I don't get to connect with people, I feel really energetically low. And Mm -hmm. now that I understand that, I can fill my week with things that fill me up because I need that energy, you know, because again, as projectors, we don't have a ton of it. So being able to find people who can fill in those gaps is really important. Just like you said, you have a you have an undefined throat. I have a defined throat. So I think part of the reason we communicate so well is because of that, right? We're, we're filling mm-hmm. in the energetic gaps for each other and being able yep. to, to give to each other and complete the circuit, I guess. Maybe I can use right. that, that analogy. 
Yeah, I think that's a great analogy. And that's what it is to, um, you know, being able to kind of draw off uh, Manny Gens and generators that we hang around. Like we can, we can draw off their energy because we feel their energy and we can, we can take a little bit of it that we need. But then we might have to back off and be like, okay, now I'm going to hide in my whole, you know, <laughs> yes. kind of calm down a little bit. And they might still be Manny Jenning over here. And that's totally okay. Like, that's what, that's what it is. It's, it's just that completion of the circuit, you know? And, and I too have a bachelor's degree in science of health science. So, I mean, I totally dig into all of this and you can go as far as to, to seeing which centers connect to which body organs and as a sonographer, I literally look at people's insides with sound, with energy, and, and just knowing the difference that things bounce off, you know, different organs differently, and they come back to you. And, and that's what it is. It's, it's the energy that you're putting off is going to bounce off somebody, and it's going to come back to you um, in whatever you're able to receive it. But knowing, you know, what, what center connects to which body organ, and I'm like, well, that's why so many people you know, have gallbladder disease. Or that's why, like, you know, I'm, I should start asking them, like, is your, you know, heart center defined? <laughs> They'll think I'm crazy. But, you know, um, it, it really is all connected. And it's so fascinating to me. I could talk about it all day. Oh my gosh, that is fascinating now that you're saying this about different organs mm-hmm. and you can see it um, through the work that you do. I think I would be totally, I, I would want to work all the time just to, to find out yeah. connections and talk to people. And that sounds amazing to me. And I know, yeah. I know you're fortunate to get to do that. And I know you're leaning more into this human design world, which I think is awesome because we're, we get to go on this journey together. And for all of your clients, including myself, who've gotten readings from you, I mean, again, knowing more about yourself is, ha- is having the power to go out there and showing up and having that confirmation, like you said, not the permission, right? Because mm-hmm. we're taught from kids to ask for permission. So I think in my head, that word was like, okay, permission, but confirmation, like you said, knowing yeah. your human design, understanding how it all relates, understanding that this exchange of energy in our bodies and with other people, these are all the things that make this idea of human design so fascinating. And there's so many facets, mm-hmm. so many layers. There's some mm-hmm. stuff that I just... It is so, it is so esoterical in my head. I mean, I'm not there yet to where I can understand because I've read some things thinking, I don't even think that I understand that. However, I'm curious. And I think in this lifetime, the more curious we can be about the people in our families, the people that we serve in our businesses, I think that's what really drives us forward is having that curiosity and wanting to do these experiments and find out more about ourselves in the process. Yeah, it's all about connection. We're human, we're mammals. We, we need and we crave and we desire that connection with other humans, you know? And, and I think this human design is just a way to like see into other people and, and projectors um, as a whole, we're meant to be that guide and we're meant to kind of lead people on their journeys. That's, that's just who we are meant to be. Um, and everything in my design and profile is, is says that this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to lead people on their journey. And, and I'm the one that's walking up that mountain so I can turn around and help you up it as well. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your vast amount of knowledge. I know you've inspired many more future conversations and hopefully here on the podcast with you. Um, But this idea of human design and understanding and knowing ourselves and then using that information, applying it, having the power to go do these things, having confirmation that it's okay 
to show up in all of our craziness and our weirdness and our quirks. Those things are things we need to embrace because they help us to differentiate ourselves between other people who may do the same things. And that is okay. But everybody, all of you listening right now, we're all placed on this earth to do really important work. We were not placed here just to, you know, be okay in life. We're here to really just excel. And human design is one of the most fascinating tools to help us to understand ourselves. So Pratia, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for coming to be here and sharing your wealth of knowledge in this amazing arena. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to share. Like I said, it, it does, it just lights me up to talk about it. And uh, I hope you guys all discover your designs and, and tell us, tag us in when you take your body graph, um, tell us what type you are. Yeah, absolutely. And when this podcast publishes, you can come over to the website too and share with us there and I'll tag Bratia. I'll make sure all of her links are directly on that webpage. So you can, you can go see what she's up to, see how she's exploring human design, see how she is helping people because just knowing this information about yourself can literally change the way you're showing up, the way you feel about yourself, the way you relate to others, and most importantly, how you connect with others because that is what the world is about, is about connection. So thank you for connecting with me, Bratia. Tia. Until next time. So what did you think? Are you as excited about human design as I am? I know our conversation today with Britia really inspired me to think about a lot more conversations that I want to have with her and future guests as well about this idea of showing up as our real, true, authentic selves. And of course, amplifying our awesome. Before you go, come on over to today's show notes at youngpratt.com slash 316 and share your biggest takeaways or ahas from this episode with Pratia. And if you know someone that would appreciate this episode, please feel free to share it with them. Next week, you'll meet our final human design expert, Uma Girish, and the serendipitous events that led to our meeting. Catch you then. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any tips, tricks, or secrets on building a business based around your awesome. Hey, and while you're there, leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you think of the show. And until next time, my friends, go out there today and amplify your awesome.